Lift your hands and sing. We will love. 
worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus, and we thank you that you overcame for us. Blessed be the name of the Lord.
of the Lord. Come on, lift up your hands right there in your living room. Lift up your hands in your car. Lift up your hands in the street. Lift up your hands at work. And worship the Lord our God in this place. Great are his ways and great are his works. Great are you, Lord. In all the earth we worship you, Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We worship you, Jesus.
bless you. Welcome to the sanctuary at Calvary Christian Fellowship. I'm so excited. If I was 25 years old, I would be actually doing somersaults right now. I'm so excited. It's good to see everybody. Hallelujah. Carmen, is, I'm so blessed to see you. Although it's just, it says Carmen on Pierre, but it says amen, very proud of you. Yeah, 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 proud. Proud of this next generation coming up. They're anointed, they're gifted, appointed. Praise God. So thrilled to be here. Haven't been here for a while, although to me it seems like it was just yesterday. Hallelujah. So for all of us that are here today, we welcome you. You're Artie, Tony, Brandon, Yasminda, Melody, Ari, Cynthia, James, Julio, the Nazarios. We're here. Technically, exactly. Just like I said. No, and nobody's counting. <laughs> Praise God. But we're here. We have at least 35 people here. Just joking. Just joking. We're trying to obey. See, when we walk, we get very close. We're wearing one of these things. Mine is, um, I got it from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It's really pretty. The Amish made it, so I got mine. You know. I was looking for a New Yorker one, one that would say like Yankees or something like that, but they don't have anything like that over there. Wasn't my fault. I was stuck over there for three months. Praise God. But it's good to see everyone. So what I'd like you to do is we are conversing with you live today. So we have various people that are actually present looking at your prayer requests, looking at the things that you're saying. Um, like, for example, I could see right now the last thing that Celeste said to Eloisa. Thanks, Eloisa. And back at you, my sister. I can actually see these things. So if you would just say hello to me, I, I need you to send me some hearts. I need for you to uh, send me some claps, do something, get, get out. You know, normally I'll say, can somebody say amen? But I can't hear you, so I need to, for you to get on chat right now and send me some virtual amens, all right? And praise God. So uh, I, I don't see anything yet, so I'm getting nervous now. Are you watching? Praise God. Well, anyway, we're here worshiping God, and we are so excited to be here. I wanted to talk to you a couple of minutes about a mindset that uh, the Apostle Paul had. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 10 through 19. Um, amen, Eloisa. Thank you. Thank you, Wilda. Praise God. Thank you, Pastor Gwen. All right, three people uh, spoke to me. Hallelujah. I mean, it's breaking the internet. Uh, Wilda, we love Amen. Leon, praise God. Hallelujah. Now I'm shouting. See, see now you're, you're talking to me. Amen. amen, Celeste. Thank you. Thank you. I love you too. Praise God. Man, it was hard to get an amen out of you, you know? Little bellow, praise God. See, even the young people, Eloisa, Celeste, hallelujah. I'm getting excited here. I'm not going to be able to preach. Rodriguez family, hallelujah. All right. Oh, you, the elders are watching? About time. I thought you were still sleeping. Renee, praise God. I was about ready to go to your house and say, what in the world is going on with you? Aren't you attending church? Don't get me upset now. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Just having fun here. I'm so happy. I'm giddy. You know what the word giddy is? Yes, Philippians chapter 10. Stop messing with my message. I will the praise God. Yeah, I don't have the fire yet. I'm about ready to get the fire on. But for now, I'm just, I'm just sharing a, a thought. A thought. Thank you, just lame. Praise God. It says, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. And though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. So thank you, Jonas. So, <laughs> Renee, you're laughing, right? Sean, God bless you. Jonas, what's that? What, what's that common? Jonas, you, got, you better check your typo here. Common. 
Judith, praise God. Jeanette Martinez Hall, praise God. We love you, Pastor. Amen, Carmen. Thank you. Francis, how are you? I hope you're well. I thought you were, weren't feeling well, and I pray that you make a, a quick, speedy recovery. Brother Edwin, God bless you. Belinda, praise God, Belinda. Vera, all the way from Long Island, praise God. Is there anybody outside of New York City? Come say hello to me also, because we're in a virtual sanctuary. This sanctuary is as big as the world right now. Survivor, God bless you, Survivor. All the way from Puerto Rico, we're getting blessings. Perez family, God bless you, amen. Eli and Denise. Eli is one of our superstars. Jackie, good morning, good morning. Tortuga, Tortuga in the house, virtual house. Liz Bonilla, praise God. Check, check FB Live too, amen. What do you want me to do, Liz? You want me to have five monitors? <laughs> praise God. Now, we're watching, we're watching, praise God. We have YouTube, and which one's this one? Facebook, right? Oh, this one's Calvary. Oh, that's the website. That's YouTube. that's YouTube. All right, so FaceTime Live, somebody send me some stuff over here. All you from FaceTime Live, we love you. But I can't see it right now. But it's all right. I'm watching the website and I'm watching YouTube. But at the same time, I want to get this thought through so the worship could get back to what they're doing. So he said he, that the church lacked opportunity. Uh, it's interesting that there are times where we lack opportunity. And in this last three months, we have... Yes! From Texas, Arlene, God bless you. Praise God. I'm never going to get finished with this message. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, yeah, I'm having fun now. Oh, glory to God. It's been three months. I, you know, I've been at home. I'm, I'm exploding here. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'll get over it. I'm, I'm, we're normalizing. We're normalizing. I think I'm in phase two right now. <laughs> I'm in phase two. I think the governor gave me the right <laughs> to be in phase two. All right. So the people of God, they unfortunately lacked opportunity to minister to the church. There were situations and circumstances that didn't allow it. So what happened was is that Paul addressed that. He says, I could see that you started once again uh, ministering to the people of God. You lacked opportunity to do it. He says, not that, I, uh, that, not that I speak in regard to need, verse 11, for I have learned in whatever state I am, whatever state I am, to be content. I know how to be abased. I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Remember, we, we, we declared that verse a lot. I can do all things. But what Paul was saying, that whether or not there was provision a lot of provision or little provision, he could do all things. He knew how to be hungry. He knew how to abound. But the people of God didn't have an opportunity to give at a specific time. But then he says, thank you that I see that you're giving again. So what's happening today, many of God's people have been in that position where they've been home, they haven't been able to share, they haven't been able to testify, they haven't been able really to get out. But we're getting back to that point, praise God. But what he was saying, Look at verse 14. He says, nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. You've done well. So uh, what, do, what do you mean you've done well? He says, now you Philippians know that also in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving but you. Because even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. 
So he was talking to a church that was partnering with him financially, spiritually, in prayer, in partnership as he went from town to town. They were making sure that the gospel of Jesus Christ kept on expanding. And today we're in a situation where right now, believe it or not, we're reaching more and more people than we have probably in the history of this ministry. Because we're touching people um, in different states. Uh, um, we're doing evangelism on Saturdays. People are being saved in the streets. Praise God. Appreciate Celeste and all the team for doing that. God bless you, Pastor Eileen. So glad you're on this morning. Amen. Eileen, all the way from North Carolina. Hallelujah. Shout out to Puerto Rico. Oh, man, I wish I was in Puerto Rico right now. All I want to do is touch one palm tree. Uh, yeah, James, I would just touch one palm tree. It says, am I in a dream? You, you be with me. Amen. Praise God. So Puerto Rico, God bless you, Puerto Rico. Dios te bendiga. Amen. Florida? Oh, I know, I know, I know. It's they're too large. The palm trees are too large. <laughs> Praise God. So what I love about this is Paul was saying, I appreciate the fact that you continue to partner with me in this area. Then he says something outstanding. He says, not that I seek your gift. I don't seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Wow, that's powerful because what it's actually saying is that when we give to the gospel of Jesus Christ, there is fruit that abounds to our account. People get saved. People get ministered to. God sees the fact that we are like him. He's a giving God. And then he says, indeed, I have all and I abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice well-pleasing to God. See, our giving is, praise God, a sweet-smelling aroma to God. Sometimes we say, what can we give God? He has everything. Well, we can partner with him because in this earth realm, he gives us stewardship of finances, resources, partnerships. When we invest a portion of that into the kingdom, it call, God calls it through scripture a sweet-smelling aroma and an acceptable sacrifice well-pleasing to God. And then it says this, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. See, God supplies our need when he sees our heart, when he sees we are resources, we are conduits of his blessing, he then continues to bless us so that we can also bless more people. Roman family, God bless you. Hallelujah. Isabel Bello, God bless you. Johanna Rodriguez, laughter is good medicine. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I had some of that this morning. Praise God. God bless you. So we're going to get ready to give. But remember, give understanding that it's a sweet-smelling aroma. It's a sacrifice unto God. We know the tithe, it, it just breaks uh, limits. Uh, the tithe opens windows of heaven. The tithe, God says he'll rebuke the devourer for our sake. So when we are faithful in our giving... God is the one that breaks those doors. So I'm going to ask, can we do that? Can we go into that break, Julio? That timer? Oh, they're going to be the great. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, we're transitioning, brother. So we're going to worship now. So if you can, get over to your computers and, uh, well, you're on your computer already. But go to that section. <laughs> go to the other computers. <laughs> go to that section where you can give, calvaryny.org. Calvaryny.org. 
and uh, let's, let's release the tithe and the offering in the presence of God. And once again, thank you for your faithfulness. We so do appreciate it. All of us here in the sanctuary, in the physical sanctuary, bless you in the virtual sanctuary. We love you. We appreciate you. And I think we have good news coming up very soon. Our, our governor has been speaking about adding us to phase two, which means that soon we'll be able to come back and have at least 25% of usage in the sanctuary so we'll be doing that shortly but meanwhile we're going to continue ministering ministering in this format amen praise god god bless isabel i appreciate it i'm seeing you and the roman family praise god caitlin is with you pastor she's just saying that she too wants to be in puerto rico amen caitlin i agree right praise god and survivor said amen to that praise god well god bless you let's get back to worship and let's continue giving god all the glory the honor and the praise amen and amen Turned into white, woven the eyes of the blind. There's no one like you. There's none like you. Into the darkness you shine.
Uh, it's great to worship together in the sanctuary. Since I have most of the sanctuary uh, all by myself, uh, I ran at least 10 laps. <laughs> Praise God. Did 50 jumping jacks. That was wonderful to be in the presence of God together with the family of God. I, I can see each and every one of you in my heart. I appreciated all of you. Um, those that are experiencing birthdays today and uh, appreciate on all the words that are being shared. Yvonne, Isabel, thank you so much for that. Uh, Carmen says awesome worship. Amen. Praise God. You should have been here. It's even more awesome here. Uh, just joking. We are um, experiencing the same because the same Jesus that's here is the same Jesus that's with you. The same Spirit of God that's here is the same Spirit of God that's with you. Crucita, God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Um, why don't you greet the family of God? Mr. Tony, I know you haven't really spoken to them live for a long time. They've all been videos, but just say hello to the people. Praise the Lord, church. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I have great news for you. Uh, starting uh, tomorrow, you can go out and get a haircut. You don't have to look like Captain Caveman any longer. Uh, we can go eat lunch. In a, in a restaurant out in the middle of the street. Congratulations. <laughs> Life is going back to something new, a new normal. Um, I thank God. Listen, I, we have a, a lot to be grateful for. Amen. You know, this time three months ago, almost three months ago or three months ago, they were expecting millions to die. And uh, that number is nowhere even near what they expected. So we have, we, we have to be grateful. And I don't care what... Governor Cuomo says about it, God is to be thanked for it. It was his intervention. It was his mercy. It's his grace here with mankind. But God bless you. We are all doing well. We're, we're glad to be in this building. Um, but, you know, that I just remember that we are, the building is not the church. The church is in your living room. The church is in your bedroom. The church is in your car. Wherever you are, that's where the church is. Um, so I look forward to having the rest of us in here one day soon so we can rub shoulders and bump into one another and, uh, and have a great time. And maybe even one day, who knows, we'll get to hug each other again. <laughs> but God bless you, church. Have a wonderful, wonderful service. Keep worshiping him. Amen. That's so true. One day we'll be able to hug ourselves. But we have virtual hugs. We have air hugs. Right? We have air hugs. Absolutely. Air, hug, air hug to everybody. Praise God. Brother James, come and say hello to the people of God. Good morning. Good morning, Calvary family and all those who are watching. We thank God that we're in the church this morning. We look forward that we all can be together. Thank, thank God, Calvary family. Good morning. We look forward to us all being together soon. But right now, we're laying the foundation. We have only so many of us be here. We're present. We're happy to be here. We're actually over excited, overjoyed. We look forward to seeing you in the very, very near future as things keep progressing. So be safe, be well, and God bless you all. Bye. Amen. Minister Cynthia, come and say hello. God bless you, family. I can't tell you how um, amazing it is to be in the house of God uh, once again. We look forward to all of you being able to be here um, at some point in spurts, maybe in a staggered schedule, but we love you, we miss you. It's such a good feeling to be here, and I believe that that was an answer to prayer. We've been praying as a family day and night, night and day, and um, God moved, 
Amen. So continue to pray. Um, COVID is still out there, but our God is greater. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, and amen. So we're here uh, in the sanctuary today, so it's, it's a special privilege to be able to sense uh, what we normally do on an ongoing basis, but at the same time being here. Uh, my sanctuary, so to speak, has been my home for already, I don't know, uh, how many months? Uh, what, three months already? Yeah. Oh, praise God. So it's good to actually uh, be able to be in the house of the Lord, um, to be able to declare the word of the Lord from this pulpit. So that's what I'm going to be doing in the next couple of minutes. I'm going to be sharing. Uh, we've been talking the last couple of weeks uh, on a specific series that I've titled The Seven Strategies to Thrive During Uncertain Times. The Seven Strategies to Thrive During Uncertain Times. And the first strategy was who are you listening to? Who are you listening to? The second one was put on your armor. And the third one was a living and relevant faith. I know that as I've been uh, perusing and studying uh, these specific topics, it has spoken to me. Because I am making sure that I'm listening to what the Lord says, to what God says through his scriptures. I'm engaging in that continuously uh, during this season and this time that we're living in, I was telling uh, the team that we're living in historic times. This is something that will be spoken about 20 years, 30 years, 40 years from now. Uh, it will be probably taught in school how systemic change came about uh, during uh, this, this time. Because uh, uh, it's not just one issue, it's many issues converging. So there's been a converging, or, or conversion rather, of pressures that have uh, actually uh, forced us to rethink how we do life, how we uh, interact with each other, uh, some of the laws that are in the books, some of the things that are allowable and permissible. So we'll be talking about this for many, many years if Jesus were to tarry. If he comes tomorrow, then not so much. But if Jesus tarries, this is something that we will continue to talk about. Today I want to talk about the fourth strategy, uh, which is walking in love and forgiveness. Walking in love and forgiveness. Amen. So in Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14, in the Living Translation, sorry Tony, I usually use the New King James, but today I'm going to use the New <laughs> Living Translation. Oh no! <laughs> and it says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy, dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion. I want to stop there just a second because it says to clothe yourself. So if the scripture says to clothe yourselves, that means you have the ability to do so. You have a choice to do so. Some people say, well, it's just the way I am. I just lose my temper. No, you can choose to allow emotions to govern you or you can clothe yourselves with what the scriptures teach us as scriptures, uh, as Christians rather to do. So it says here, clothe yourselves as God's chosen people. See, so if you're God's chosen people, this is what you're going to choose to do because the scriptures say so. There's no debate on this. This is not a political issue. This is not an issue of, of well, it's not my truth. No, no, I only have one truth, and that's God's truth, and it's Amen. found in scripture. Hallelujah. So it says, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, 
See the word there, loved? That's where, that's, that's the basis of it. When we walk in love, it says, clothe yourselves with compassion. With, amen, Nancy, you will choose, and I choose also. Praise God. So it says, walk or clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have had against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. I'm going to stop there just a second. I have more to say about it. But I just need to say parenthetically, it says here that we need to forgive each other. Now, we're in a time right now where there's great offense in the land. People are, of course, protesting and they're asking for and demanding systemic change. But there comes a time where the people of God have to model forgiveness. And forgiveness is not something, yeah, go ahead, do, continue doing what you're doing before. No, true forgiveness is when you recognize that a wrong has been done, when you recognize you have hurt someone or you have done something wrong with your actions and you're willing to apologize for it and change. True forgiveness involves change. Now, if you're the one forgiving, there's sometimes that person will not change. But there comes a time where you have to release yourself from that bondage of being upset, angry, and frustrated over that person's you know, bad attitudes or bad behaviors. And you have to walk away from them, but you have to forgive it and release it. See, we have to forgive whatever grievances uh, we may have. Now, sometimes, if in, in the case of right now, there's some laws that need to be amended. That's something we can advocate for change. We can protest in a peaceful way and advocate for that change. And the change will happen because we have uh, in the nation, uh, we have large numbers. The nation is crying out for change. So that'll happen. But I need to share, if you're a person that has been invited to go and break somebody's property and go and, and, and burn somebody's car, stay away from that nonsense. Don't get involved at that level because that's no longer asking for change. That's just criminal behavior. And what it's gonna do is gonna hurt other people. And by the way, those people are innocent. The people that are right now um, uh, committing the crimes, they have, they're the ones that have to be put in prison. And we can't be tolerant of that. People that commit crimes need to be put in prison. We understand that. But stay away from burning buildings. Stay away from hurting people, from stabbing people, from shooting people. That's not God's design. God has called you to live in peace. God has called you to walk in peace. God has called you to forgive. God has called you to de deal with grievances according to Matthew 18. If you have ought against another, you go and talk to that person. And then that person will have the opportunity then to apologize and to change their behavior. And if they don't, then we cannot fellowship with that person. If they're in a position of authority, those people need to be taken out. But again, uh, we as God's people, we need to deal with things with compassion, with kindness, with humility. So even if we're out there uh, uh, protesting, we still have to show that kindness and that humility, that gentleness, bearing with one another, being patient with the process. I often say that if you alone are gonna make a change in your own life, you could do it quickly, because you only have to deal with yourself. But when you're dealing with a city, it takes a lot longer. See, a, a battle cruiser uh, in the water, in the ocean, takes a long time to change course because it's so heavy it's bulky a city is bulky the laws many times are bulky and it takes time for change to happen so we have to be patient in the process continue don't give up but be patient then it says over all these virtues kindness compassion humility gentleness and patience patience of all these virtues put on 
love. Put it on. It's your responsibility. You can do it. God gave you that spirit of love. God has given us a spirit of And God, is, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. Right. But look, look at what, what he's given us a spirit of what? Love, power, and a sound mind. One of them is love. He's given us that spirit of love. So we can work with it because we have it already. You know, oh, I don't have any love for people. No, yes, you do. If you're a Christian, if you're God's elect, if you're filled with the spirit of God, if you're walking in God, you have the spirit of love. So it says, above over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them together in perfect unity. See? So again, walking in love and forgiveness. The love, of, the love of God's people has to shine in this season as a beacon of light, pointing people to the right actions, the right behaviors, the right decisions. In Romans chapter 12, verses 9 through 13, it says this, Let your love be sincere. The Amplified says it, let, let it be a real thing. Let your love be a real thing. Hate what is evil. Loathe all ungodliness. Turn in horror from wickedness. So we cannot live in wickedness. We have to live in justice and mercy and truth, in grace and in love. It says, hold fast to that which is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. See, so I have to love you like a brother and like a sister. I mean, I'm talking about true family. And then it says, as members of one family, we are. We're members of one family. We're all born again into the same family. I look around, I see churches divided. You know, this church fighting with the other. That's nonsense. We're one family. Amen. There's only one church. That's right. We have many little tribes. But we're only one church. Amen. Hallelujah. And it says, giving precedence and honor, showing honor to one another. I have to treat you with honor because of who you represent. You are a child of God. I can't talk to you in any which way. I have to respect you. I have to honor you. I have to treat you right. Hallelujah. Then it says, never lag in zeal and earnest endeavor. We have to make sure. Right, Nancy? Amen. One church. Martha, one church. Praise Hallelujah. God. Thank you, Isabel. I'm, I'm preaching, and I'm, I'm preaching and teaching. <laughs> Praise God. But think about it. How, how am I going to give honor to you if I'm so familiar with you, and I don't treat you with respect? I don't honor your gift, your ability, or your difference. No, I have to honor you. And above all, I have to honor God. I have to honor God's word. Even when I feel emotionally, I want to do something that's going to take me to unrighteousness. I said, no, I'm not going to give that myself to that. I'm going to clothe myself with love. I'm going to clothe myself with compassion. And I'm going to honor my brothers and sisters in Christ. Even if we have a disagreement, we need to learn how to disagree with peace. How to disagree with respect. I've seen in Facebook so many Christians fighting, I mean, just nasty words against each other. And let me tell you, you could be nasty without cursing. Some Christians are nasty in Facebook without cursing. Might as well include the curses because, you know, you're, you're in the flesh anyway. You're already in the flesh. Might as well go for it. Some of the things I see, I mean, it, it just it grieves my heart. <laughs> Absolutely. Never lagging zeal. Burn, burning with the Spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoice and exult in hope. Be steadfast and patient in suffering and in tribulation. 
This has been a time of suffering. It's been a time for many where they've had tribulation. But it says there, be steadfast and patient. Remember Jesus, he was steadfast and patient. When he went to the cross, he even had an opportunity of backing out. Never backed out. He always remained consistent. So we need to be, amen, Minister Migdalia, thank you. Praise God. So we need also to contribute to the needs of God's people, sharing in the necessities of the saints, pursuing the practice of hospitality. I mean, in your community, have you seen anybody that's in need? Well, I don't know if anybody's in need. Well, are you calling anybody? We have to get out of our bubble and call others. How are you doing? Call other people. Is everything all right? How's your family? How's your children? If we don't do that, we won't know. We have to get out of that. You know, it's interesting because Jesus was the one that went to the disciples when they were fishing. He says, you've caught any fish? <laughs> it's interesting. He actually went to them. We have an example from the master himself. We've got to go to the people. How are your needs? Are you, are you good? Yesterday I found out I called somebody, a dear friend. How are you doing? How's everything? Oh, we've had issues, man, for months. Oh, what kind of issues? He asked questions. The questions is one of the master ways to get information. But for us to ask a question, we have to pick up the phone. We have to reach out to people. And so the scriptures tell us, contribute to the needs of God's people. When you do that, you set yourself up for a cycle of blessing to come back to you. Because God will use you as a conduit to bless others. So let's get on the phone. Let's get on the email. Let's, let's text people. Today, another way of calling people is text. More people do text than call, I think, frankly. And that's another way of it. How are you? Is everything okay? Can I help you with anything? Are there any uh, prayers that you might need? Hallelujah. Then it says in Romans 13, 8, Pay all your debts, except the debt of love for others. You can never finish paying that. We'll always have a debt of love. Some people have a mortgage, they never finish paying it, right? <laughs> But this one, this one you can never pay. You'll be paying that for the rest of your life. The debt of love. Love your neighbor, and in doing so, you'll fulfill all the requirements of God's law. For the commandments against adultery, murder, stealing, and coveting, and any other commandment are all summed up in this one commandment. What is it? What's the one commandment, people? Love, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And it's even... It goes deeper because it's not only saying love your neighbor. It's saying love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I know this morning when people woke up, they went to the bathroom, you know, they fixed themselves up, they ate breakfast, they took care of themselves, right? Took a shower. We take care of ourselves. We love ourselves. We take care of ourselves, right? We're now, uh, since we're going to go into phase two, we're going to be able to take a haircut. <laughs> Praise God. You asked me where I got my haircut, right? Well, but who, who gave me the haircut? Me. I do the haircuts. I've learned. I've, I've mastered the ability to take at least a decent haircut. <laughs> I wasn't... Because my hair, it grows this way. It'll just keep on growing upward. <laughs> After a while, I'll be seven foot five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I have to, you know, chop them down a bit. Uh, at my age, I'm glad I have hair. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. But the truth of the matter is, we care for ourselves. But we have to also care for others like we care for ourselves. Wow. And that's hard to consider. In verse 10 it says, Love those, uh, does no wrong to anyone. And so love fulfills all of God's requirements. 
Hallelujah. And I love it. I love it. So we cannot, the Bible says, don't live in darkness. Get rid of your evil deeds. Shed them like dirty clothes. Clothe yourselves. Once again, put them on. You decide to do this. Clothe yourselves with the armor of right living, so as those who live in the light. And it's talking about love. When you love God, you live right. Why? Because you want to please God. Or oh, if I do good, I might be saved. No, 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 no. You're saved by grace. But you live right to honor the God that you love. And in doing so, since he loves them, you'll treat them right. With love, with joy, with, with compassion, with patience. This is a season to be patient with one another. Thank you, Ricky. That's right. Love others as you love yourself. Praise God. Amen. And then also, those who love him will walk in revelation knowledge. Interestingly enough, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2, verse 9, he says, this is what the scriptures mean when they say, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Huh? I'm going to repeat it. This is what the scripture says when they say, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. So that means we can't know because it says no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined, right? Wrong. Look what the next verse said. But we know these things because God has revealed them to us by his spirit. And his spirit searches out everything and shows us even God's deep secrets. Hallelujah. Who? Those that love God. Hallelujah. So there is a revelation connected with your love with God. Because if you love God, you'll have relationship with God. Praise God. Amen uh, Perez family. Amen Minister Migdalia. M Amen Martha. Praise God. Bruni, God bless you. Amen. I agree with you. Francis, praise God. Amen. I appreciate some of these. Give me some hallelujahs over the internet. All right? I want to see some hallelujahs and some praise God like, like Francis. Or give me some thumbs up. And then it says here in verse 10, But we know these things because God has revealed them to us by His Spirit. And His Spirit searches out everything and shows us even God's deep secrets. No one can, knows, no one can know what anybody else is really thinking except the person alone. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own Spirit. And God has actually given us His Spirit so that we can know the wonderful things that God has freely given us. See, so by God's Spirit, because we love God, He'll show us things that the world cannot understand. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And then those who love Him do everything in love. 1 Corinthians 16, 14 in the Amplified. Let everything you do, I'm going to say it again. Let everything you do, I'm going to say it one more time. Let everything that you do be done in love. Hallelujah. And then the Amplified adds this. True love to God and man as inspired by God's love for us. Thank you, see, as we see God's love for us, that we also do for others. Everything. Even if I'm upset, I have to walk in love. How can I share my distaste for something or my anger in love? With patience, right? You're not breaking walls. You're not hitting people. But you're sharing it 
in love, you're saying, listen, I love you, so let me tell you, that hurt me, that wounded me, and I want to continue walking with you, so how can we fix this thing? See, that's love. Because if, if you love, you're willing to walk through a thing. And I can talk to you a little bit about that because I've been walking with the same woman, married for 42 years. So we have done that for many years. When we are in dissension, we choose to walk in love and fix the issue and we continue to walk together. How many relationships have been broken because you haven't been willing to walk through a thing? Your pride, your arrogance, your ego has kept you in, in that separate place. And after a while, you can't talk to each other because you're both, no, 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 I'm angry, I'm angry. So what's left? Division or separation. But we need to do everything in love. Even a disagreement has to be walked through in love. Then as God's people, we model what it is to be a forgiving and loving people. Colossians 3, verse 12 through 14, it says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness. Remember I shared that before? Humility, gentleness, and patience. Over all these virtues, put on love as you deal with people, loving and forgiveness. Then the next thing is God's people are called according to his purposes, and he works out all things for our good. But notice how it says it, Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things, that in all things, in all things, everything that happens, even during this time, this COVID virus situation, even in the midst of all the situations, Betty, what are you saying? I always say love everyone, even those that you don't like. That's right. Show them more love. Amen, Betty. Praise God. I like that. Nancy, love without anger. Sorry, Pastor. I'm listening. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Nancy. Hallelujah. Zoila, God bless you. Praise God. Amen. Gracias. And Belinda says, Amen. Love. Love overcomes all things through forgiveness. Amen. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right, Minister Belinda. So look what it says here in Romans 8:28. We know that in all things, the good, the bad, and the ugly, God works for the good of those who love Him. See, there's that love factor again. That's what connects us to the supernatural who have been called according to his purpose. And the word love there is the word agapao. There's agape and there's agapao. Agapao is to love even in a social and moral sense. See, so that love is very practical because it's, it's, it's manifesting itself in the social and moral sense. So when you're out there, when you're out there, you show love. When you're in your job, you show love. When you're with your family, you show love. See, our love for Jesus is manifest in our daily lives, even in our social and moral lives. God will work out all things in our jobs, among our families, in all our relationships because of the love. I'm getting an emergency SOS. All right. Maybe I did that. Technology. And then God's people have been given a spirit of love. I love this one because this is something that we say a lot, but we really don't dig deep. And I'm, I'm not going to dig deep, but I'm going to show you one point of that verse. 2 Timothy, Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Three things. He's given us a spirit of power, a power to overcome, a power to walk in love, a power to walk in humility and compassion and patience. Right? Ricky says, God is forgiveness. When you forgive, it's it's not only for the person, but for yourself also. For, you, for yourself also. Amen. That's right, Ricky. Appreciate it. 
Hallelujah. God's beauty and the creator of all. Love covers a multitude of sins. Hallelujah. Praise, Praise God. God. Amen. So I love this. It says, God has given us a spirit. That word spirit there is noma. It's the rational soul. It's also the mind, the spirit. It could be Holy Spirit. It could be human spirit. But look at this. It's also vital principles. Attitude. God has given us an attitude, a mindset. God has given us principles, vital principles of power and of love and of a sound mind. Isn't that interesting? He's given us a spirit of or vital principles, or a mindset, an attitude. My attitude, when I come into anything, has to be an attitude of love. That's right. Has to be an attitude of patience, an attitude of compassion. I don't come at things like when I was in the world, what, 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 you know, ready to fight, you know? What, what? That's the way we were before, pre-Christ. But now, post-Christ, we are, hold on, let's pray about this. Hold on, let's deal with this. Let's heal this. We have power to do so. It's not just, it doesn't say there just of, of a spirit of love. It's just of power too. So that means I'm authorized to come into a place that has division, that has anger, that has destruction, and bring healing to it. I'm empowered to be able to do that. God's giving you that spirit. You have, you have to look, oh God, what are we going to do? Uh, he says, I put you there. I gave you the power. Now bring healing. Bring love. Through the sound mind, start speaking life. We have a sound mind so we can hear God and we can speak the word of the Lord into a situation that seems impossible. God's given that to you. For those that love God, we have that spirit. 1 Thessalonians 4, 9 and 10, it says, But concerning brotherly love, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. I mean, what else can we say? It's there in Scripture. It's absolutely there already. Some people say, why am I hanging this? Yeah, because when I get, when I get close to the brethren, I immediately go, so I'm ready. It's like, like the gun. So I'm, I'm. This is love, right? So I get too close, you know, do one of these. Hallelujah. So we're taught by God. So if you tell me, oh, I'm not sure if I can love, you, then that means you're not taught by God. That means you, you, you're not in fellowship with Him. Because yeah. the Bible says you have the spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. Right. Yes, what do you say when you tell me that? God. We can bring it forth because we have it. If somebody speaks to me in Spanish, I can bring it forth. Why? Because I already possess it. Yeah. It's the same thing with love. I already possess it. God gave it to me so I can express it. The thing is, with any power or any gifting that you have, you have the right to turn on the switch and express it. So if, if, if I'm speaking to somebody that speaks English, I have the power to speak English to them. But if somebody speaks to me in Spanish, I have the power to flip the switch in my mind, y yo puedo comenzar a hablar español, y explicar, y declarar, y hacer todo lo que tengo que hacer. Porque ya yo lo tengo aquí. Si lo tengo aquí, lo puedo dar. In cualquier momento. If I have it here, I can share it anytime because I already possess it. In the same way, I have love. Amen. So one of the ways to thrive in this time is to walk in love and walk in forgiveness. Somebody tells you something dumb, something ignorant. What did Jesus say? Father, forgive them for they do not know what they say. If somebody criticizes you for your Christianity, Father, forgive them. 
because they're ignorant. They don't know what they're saying. Amen, Minister Magdalia. <laughs> Perez family. Pastor got jokes. We love you, Pastor. You got us laughing here. I am. Praise God. Amen. Well, there was a rabbi. And this, you know, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> not going to say jokes. But uh, yeah, listen. I am talking to you from my heart. I'm being real here. Um, and, and this has been a very difficult time for all of us. And especially people like you, Eli, who work in, in settings where you're, you're healing people, where you're helping people, uh, hospitals and, you know, police officers, firemen, uh, ambulance, uh, people that work in the ambulance, uh, all the, the first responders. Uh, you know, I, I respect all of you. I appreciate all of you. And I know you've had a very difficult job throughout the process of this virus in, in serving the people. So I appreciate you, Eli. Um, I appreciate uh, um, all of those that have been working, you know, and, and have kept the city open. Thank you all for that. Um, so every time I think of Eli, I think of all of them, right? Praise God. And Nancy says, gracias, except she said Garcias. Uh, who's Garcias? You want me to pray for Garcias? I'm sure you meant gracias. I, 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 love, I love the way we all catch ourselves after we write it and we click it, they'll go, oh man. <laughs> Has it happened to you? It's happened to me so many times. So I have to come back and then put the correct word. So thank you. Uh, Celeste says, your Spanish sounds, sounds nice, Apostle. Well, yeah, because uh, I, I didn't go very deep. When I go very deep, then people could see my accent is, is New Yorican. But yeah, I, listen, I have it here so I can share it. That's, that's, uh, that's the beauty about it. You have love. Thank you, Yvette. Thank you, Betty. Appreciate it. Edwin Baez, predica, pastor, predica. See, I just went Spanish. Why? Because I have it. I, I possess it. Brother, sister, you possess love. You possess the Spirit of God in you. He's in you, and He's given you those gifts. He's given you that ability. He's given you the power to be able to walk in love and forgiveness. Hallelujah. God's people know how to stir each other to love and good works. Hebrews 10, uh, 24 and 25. Think of ways to encourage one of others. See, it's interesting how this says it there. Think of ways. Don't just say, well, I don't know what to do. Have you, have you heard people like that? Say, Can you get this done? I don't know. I, I can't do that. Shut up. Start allowing the creativity of God to flow through you. Why would the scripture say, think of ways to encourage one another if we don't have that in us? What kind of God would tell us to do something that we don't have on the inside? Preach, Pastor. Yes, sir. Thank you, Sean. You're a 911 operator. Well, praise God, Sean. Well, God bless you. I plead the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ over you and your family and your team, you know, those that work with you. Wow, that's, that's a huge job. And, and not, not to mention in this season. Amen, Gail. Amen, Eileen. Praise God. And so it says here, in, think of ways to encourage one another, New Living Translation, to outbursts of love and good deeds. Outbursts. When, when you hear that, it was an outburst. What, what does that mean to you? What's an outburst for you when you hear that? An overflow, right? What else? An outburst. But, but it's sudden, yeah, but, but yeah, sudden, but outburst. When, when I think of outbursts, I normally think of, of a whole group suddenly coming out and fighting. And, oh, there was an outburst of something. Something big, right? Amen, Jocelyn. Outbursts of love. I mean, what, how does that look like? 
It's sudden. It, it's, it's where everybody could see. It's loud. It could be loud. Huh? Intense, yes, intense love. How can we actually do that? The scripture says we can. And then it says, let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do. But encourage and warn each other, especially now that the day of his coming back is drawing near. So we have to today, in this season, show outbursts of love in our community, among our family, where we work, wherever we go, even in the internet. I want an outburst right now. Come on, all of you in the, in the internet, all of you on YouTube, Facebook Live, through the, through the website, give me, give me some outbursts of love. Jonah says overflow, that can't be held any longer. Amen, amen. Celeste says no self-control. Yeah, right, an outburst, you normally see that, but in this case, it's an outburst of love. <laughs> wow, Eloisa said an explosion. I love that, that's right. An explosion. I see it that way. An outburst, an explosion. Hallelujah. Jonah says, Shabbat. Vera says, Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And then finally, God's people share the love of God that we have experienced with others. Gail said, Hallelujah. Uh, Gabby, outburst is a lack of contained emotion. Yeah, like me today. Uh, you know, I had an outburst. Eloisa said, Hallelujah. Celeste said, Let all, let, let all the love out. Amen. Jaslaine gives us some claps. Praise God. Pastor Gwen says, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the last, the last verse I want to share with you is 1 John 3, verse 1 on. It says, see how very much our Heavenly Father loves us, for He allows us to be called His children. And we really are. But the people who belong to this world don't know God. So they don't understand that we are His children. And yes, dear friends, we are already God's children. And we can't even imagine what we will be like when Christ returns. But we do not know, but we do know that when he comes, we will be like him, for we will see him as he really is. And all those that believe this will keep themselves pure, just as Christ is pure. Hallelujah. So he loves us so much that he calls us children. Belinda says, love is an action show an outburst of it. That's right. But I love the word outburst. Nancy says, love goes boom. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> love goes boom. Lower down a, a moment. Uh, somebody said hallelujah. And then they said that, that word that uh, when I got saved in 1974, oh, Eileen. Pastor Eileen says, hallelujah, santo. Santo is Spanish for holy. But in the church, that was some, some of the ways we would praise God. We would go santo. Praise Anybody God. remember that? No, no, yes. no. You do? Okay, praise God, yeah. Yeah, remember that. And Eloisa also says, yes, boom. Praise God. So here's the boom verse. You ready for the boom verse? John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. That's John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. So God is speaking to you right now. He's reminding you that he loves you. The Bible says God is love. Yes, God gets angry. Yes, God gets disappointed. You know, because he has emotions. And we're created after him, so we also have emotions. But God is love. So his bent is always to heal, to bless, to love. That's his bent. 
But if we, um, you know, get away from his will and we uh, start destroying the very creation that he created and our very purpose, it disappoints him. See, so what are we doing? Are we running further from God or are we coming back to God? My recommendation, my strong recommendation, and I urge you today, come back to God. If you separated yourself from God because of circumstances, situations, any failures, God loves you. He loves you more than I could ever love you. Hallelujah. Jeanette, uh, Jeanette says, may the outburst of his love be so contagious, spreading throughout the nations. Amen. Amen, Sister Jeanette. Praise God. So I'm talking to you right now. If, if you've separated you, uh, yourself from God, it's time to come back home. And if you've never had an opportunity to come to Jesus and, and, and you're saying, wow, I would love that love. I would love to walk in that love. I would appreciate that. Then I, want, I would like to lead you in a prayer and bring you into the kingdom of God. Because the scripture says that if we come to him, he will not reject us. For God so loved the world that whoever, whoever, whoever believes in him, in Jesus, in his one and only son, shall not perish but have everlasting life. So if that's you and you want a prayer, uh, let's pray this moment. Let's not wait for, for me to meet you in two to three months in the main sanctuary. If right here in the virtual sanctuary, let's pray together. If you have separated yourself from God, if situations, circumstances, sin has separated you, but you, you're saying, I want to come back, this is your moment. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now. The Spirit of God is speaking to you right now, saying, come back home, my son. Come back home, my daughter, for I love you. And frankly, this is the only way we're going to get through this season and thrive is by walking in love and forgiveness. So pray this prayer with me if you're receiving Jesus for the first time or if you're coming back to Jesus. Pray this. Heavenly Father, this moment I come to you and I thank you for your love. I'm so grateful for your word today. I pray, Father, that you forgive me. Cleanse me of any and all sin. I'm sorry, Lord, for my sins. I ask your forgiveness. I repent of any and all sin. I repent of pushing you aside. I repent of putting other things in first place. Today I come back to you and ask that you forgive me and cleanse me of, and all, of all sin. I come to Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I trust in Jesus today. I receive him into my heart as my Lord and Savior. And I thank you for your forgiveness. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your love. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. If you made that prayer, first and foremost, God heard your prayer. If you made it sincerely with all of your heart, if you repented of your sin, if you're sorry for your sin, God saw your heart and he heard your prayer. So I'd like for you right now to do one of several things because we'd like to get some free information to you. I would like you to go onto the chat room. There are people right now monitoring the chat room. Um, I would like for, for you to put your name, your email, and we want to send you free information. Praise God. Right now, um, Brother James is saying, all right, we're, the Roman family says, Okay, we're praying for James Roman right now. Father, we pray for James this moment. Holy Spirit, I pray for your glory and your grace to come upon him right now. Open up the eyes of his understanding that he might see the difference between just circumstances and situations and emotions and truly walking with you. May he see your love for him. We bless him right now.
and we bless his family. We plead the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ over his mind, his heart, over his passions, over his soul, my God. We pray life over him, and we give you the glory for it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. So if this is you, one, one person saying, forgive me, amen. Yes, we, are, we all ask God to forgive. But if that's you and you want more material, you want more information, you want more of these teachings, we want to send them to you. So send us right now um, by text or by right now to any one of the platforms that we're in. Where you could send it to our um, website. We're website live right now, uh, Facebook live or YouTube live. Send us your text or rather send us your email so we can send you free information, right? And if you don't want to do it that way, you could call our office. 718-829-5306. 718-829-5306. It's right now in the chat room, so you could, you know, get that number from the chat room. Let us know that you have some need. If you have a prayer request, Rebecca said, can someone send me information on the Zoom for the prayer days? Okay, thank you, Rebecca. Please, uh, we, we appreciate that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm reading some of your thoughts right now, so praise God. And thank you, family, for conversing with me as we are live right from the, the main sanctuary, right? From the main sanctuary to the virtual sanctuary. So if that's you, we want to hear from you. Please send us your email. We will definitely send you information free. Amen? Praise God. We'll continue to send those that we started sending information to already. We'll continue to every week sending you a new teaching. All right? Praise God. So we've come to the end of our service. I remind you, we get on um, pretty much every day. We are ministering. We're ministering Mondays, Tuesdays, well, all throughout the week. But Tuesdays, we have a virtual gathering through um, Zoom. And so if you want to be a part of that, uh, also let us know through chat. We'll give you the information or call the office. We don't put it on Facebook because there's some crazy people that use it to say dumb things. But if you're sincere and you want to be part of our virtual church uh, on Tuesdays through Zoom, it's live. We pray for each other. We have a lot of fun. We learn together. Uh, call our office, 718-829-5306, or send us a quick uh, chat request, and we'll send you the information, okay? So we love you. So I'm not going to say for all to stand, but let's get ready to uh, dismiss. Let's bow our heads. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for this time that you've allowed us to worship you together as a church family. Wherever we're at, we are the church. And Lord, we praise you. We praise you for your goodness. Praise you for your word. We praise you for your continual love for us, my God. For God is love. I pray that as your people start getting back uh, to their daily lives little by little, Grant them wisdom to be able to show outbursts of love, of caring, of compassion, of goodness, of tenderness, meekness, of joy, Lord God, in their communities, that your love might be manifest through them. We give you the praise for it. We give you the glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we dismiss now from this service. Thank you, Father. Amen. If you didn't have a chance to release the tithe and the offering uh, during the break, once we are dismissed from the gathering, please take some time. Uh, yes.
Okay, we're going to pray. Eloisa said, please, please pray for my baby, Tiffany. She's going into the city to dance with a group for the NYPD. Amen. Father, we plead the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ over Tiffany right now. We pray that you guard her and keep her and protect her, her and the entire dance team. Lord, may you minister mightily through them. May it bring joy, uh, my Father, and a, a sense of appreciation, uh, Lord, in that community where they're going to uh, dance for. Glorify your name and guard her and keep her, I pray, her and her entire team. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We also pray for Gladys Miyang. Oh, your, your mom passed away, and tomorrow will be her funeral. Father, we pray for Gladys. Uh, we pray for your tender mercies upon the family. Uh, Father, I pray that you bless the legacy of this wonderful woman. I pray that as they gather together tomorrow, they'll be able to share, uh, Lord, the wonderful times that they had with mom, uh, her legacy. I just pray that you bless that family with your peace, with your grace. Oh, God, let your glory manifest even during that memorial service. We pray it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Martha. Thank you, Eloisa. Appreciate it. Love you too. Hallelujah. So remember, uh, if you didn't have a chance to release your tithe and offering, do so after we finish the gathering. Just go a moment. Go a moment over uh, to uh, our website, www.calvaryny.org, and release the tithe and the offering there. We're going to pray for Jackie's mom. Uh, Carmen, that, that she puts God back into her life. Amen. Yes. Father, we pray for Jackie's mom. Carmen, I pray that you open up the eyes of her understanding. Give her dreams, visions of your goodness, of your love, of your grace. I pray that you move mightily upon Carmen. Bless her, I pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. We pray for Melody, that you bless her. She's on her way to walk peacefully in Harlem. In Harlem. Bless her and the team as they go out and they walk peacefully. I pray for a spirit of peace, a spirit of joy, divine protection over all of them. Bless Melody, Lord, that she might be salt and light as she marches. Father, thank you for all the peaceful marches throughout all the United States. We pray for Annie's um, older, Joey's stepdaughter, Bianca. We pray for full recovery over Bianca, Lord God. I pray that you minister to her brain, minister to her body, Lord God. Restore her, give her complete healing from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. We pray, Father, that in the near future, she will be up and be able to walk again and do everything that she did like before the accident. Father, complete recuperation over her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we're declaring complete recuperation over her, my God. We thank you, Father, for, for it. Hallelujah. Well, bless each and every one of you. We love you. Have a great and blessed week. Remember, you're blessed and you are highly favored. So let's continue to chat in the chat room. I'll be there in the chat room with you for a while. So don't, don't feel like you have to get away right away, okay? I love you. God bless. This is Pastor Victor signing off from the main sanctuary. But I'll get on in the chat room. God bless you.